When you look at the Word of God, though, what we what we have though is we have God establishing very concrete understanding of, of gender mm-hmm. and sexuality. Absolutely, and He does that in relationships. He does that within ourselves and on purpose. And on purpose, that's yeah. true. And I think the the moment we operate outside of that, now that doesn't mean that these that people are not legitimately having these feelings that doesn't, Mm -hmm. we're not discounting here and we're certainly not minimizing anything. And I think Karen, I made a good point is that when you generalize what brought someone to a place that they're at to struggle with their sexual identity or whatever that there is a myriad of of variables that go to that. You know, I mean, I personally have counseled with people that they, they, their parents experienced a brutal, horrible divorce and they were afraid you know, of, of, a, of a normal heterosexual relationship. They were concerned about that. I've seen other people where um, one of their parents was super dominant and abusive and that created a struggle. Others, you know, they're born and they've just got this, there's a propensity that they have. You know, I think one of the things we can't discount, and, and I'm going to use a word and, and this word's going to seem harsh, but, but we're all affected by sin. Every single one Absolutely. of us, sin entered our world yeah. and, and it scrambled our eggs mm-hmm. to be yeah. quite honest with you. We, we, there's not a single fiber of anything that we are. That's not affected by sin. Sin brings confusion. Yeah. yeah. Sin brings deceit. Sin brings, um, destruction. It, separation. It's, it's separation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and so sin is constantly literally tearing at the, the fabric of who we are. We, we have a couple of choices with sin. We can surrender to it and we can pursue it in hopes that it's going to fulfill what we desire. Or we can look at sin and confront it and confess it and Good. repent of it and turn to God and ask mm-hmm. him for healing and to bring healing into our life. And I think that's where we are with this, with the, the transgender issue is, is that you really have one of two choices, either a, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, Air on the side of the solution, like you talked about, Kendall, the solutions that are that are being given by secular community that says, hey, mm-hmm. if you don't feel right inside, then let's change everything on the outside. And if we change everything on the outside, you're going to feel great. But we're finding that yeah. you're not feeling great. And you're not. No, it's um, not fixing it. No, and That's it's right. not repairing. Or what I can do is, is I can put my life in the hands of an almighty God. And I can understand that maybe the discomfort that I'm feeling in this circumstance that I'm in is because God's trying to bring about change Mm -hmm. because pain is God's great tool. Um, he uses pain to, to change us and transform us and to turn us from where we're going. And so I think sometimes we look for medication and I don't mean literally medication, but we look for a way of medicating the way we feel so that um, we feel better about where we are when God really wants us to change where we are in the direction we're going in. That's good. Um, good. You know, and the Bible says God's goodness should lead to repentance. And so so God has this desire to bring about change. So I would say this to the person who's struggling. Um, I would say to you this is that we're not discounting the struggle no, that you have. We're not, not. We're not discounting yeah. the feelings no. you have. Yeah. But here's what we are going to say. Mm-hmm. We are going to discount the pattern that the world is going to give That's you as an right. answer. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That answer, that answer, is seldom, if ever, mm-hmm. um, work. finds itself in a place and puts you in a place where healing, real healing and hope can yeah. come from. That only comes from God. Um, and so, you know, uh, as much as the world wants to confuse you with terminology and, oh, my gosh, this thing is sure. complicated. I mean, we've studied yeah. a, a bunch to just yeah. to try to get our brain wrapped around it. 
God is much more simplistic, but, mm-hmm. but here's the reality. God is that healing hope and answer. Yep. Um, and that's what we need ultimately, you know, as much or more than anything else. What's a, what's another something we need to jump onto? What's another factor we need to discuss? Is there, what are we missing? Um, when we talk about transgender and we talk about gender and what does God's word say and what, what should we be thinking about and what maybe the people that are, that are tuned in watching, what are, what are some things they should think about? Cause I don't think there's anybody here, you know, you, maybe you yourself don't struggle with it. And that makes it really hard for us to get into the mindset sure. of understanding too. Yeah, you yeah, know? absolutely. Um, I haven't had a transgender struggle. No, you know, I don't know absolutely. that struggle. Yeah, yeah. But I do know people that have. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and that yeah. that's heartbreaking. You yeah. know, yeah. because I think one of the problems that we have is we've made sexuality and gender an identity issue. Yeah. And that's affected our conversation. You know, one of the one of the issues that stands out that I do believe is a distinct violation in Scripture when it comes to this issue is is that identity is is bestowed by God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We believe yeah. that yeah. that God gives us our identity. And Absolutely. I think one of the things that we where we get into trouble is when we we ourselves try to become our own God mm-hmm. and we want to give identity to ourselves. You know, and we take that out of God's hands. God's the only one that can that can make us and he's yeah. the only one that can create us and he's the only one that can remake us. Mm-hmm. You know, we are a new creation in Christ as a believer. We believe God changed our identity and and my identity right now, if you said, Scott, what's your identity? Uh, my primary identity is I'm a follower of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's my number one identity. Now behind that, I'm a man. You know, yeah, and yeah. God established both of those. Mm-hmm. You know, both of those were established by him, not by me, but by God. Um, now there are there times when I don't feel like a Christian? Are there times when I don't want to be a Christian? Are there times that I don't really necessarily want to do what God wants me to do? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah d- certainly. Are there times that I want to go in a sinful direction when God wants me to go in a holy direction? Absolutely. And you know, I've got a choice either a, I can say, well, you know what? God's wrong and I'm right. And I'm going to go the way I want to go. And I'm going to alter the circumstances. Or I can say, God's right. Mm. I need to repent regardless of how I feel. The Bible says the heart is deceptive above all, th- above all things yeah. and cannot be trusted. So, so my heart sometimes takes me down the wrong road yeah. and I can't trust that heart. I have to trust what's God, what's truth, you know, yeah. and God is the only one that can establish my identity. In, in other words, you know, if, if we're, if we're non-binary in our sexuality, at what point do we, at what point are we binary? Yeah. You know, so yep. I can't change my species. Yep. I mean, what if I said I'm a horse and yeah. I feel like I'm in a horse, you, you know, you would, you know, I would say, I would think if I really believe that and I'm out there galloping around in a field, you know, as a horse, and I'm not trying to make a lot of anything. I'm just, just saying you would see someone going, man, he needs some, some counseling, he sure, needs some sure. help. He needs some, yeah. there's a chemical thing going on or something's going on. You know, you wouldn't say, Hey, let's go along with this. Well, I have a, let's just say I have a friend, um, real close friend of mine. And that, that friend of mine is struggling, um, with their sexual identity. What, what kind of counsel, what advice, what advice do I need to give that person? What do I need to say to that person? Um, what direction would I give them? Yeah, I think before when we talked about, you know, just with compassion and kindness, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times in the Christian world, we assume people know things that they yeah, don't. That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so we should always have that teaching spirit, that gentle spirit that pleases the Lord to just listen and then respond with truth and, you know, walk the hard road with them. Yeah. Uh, Christians in our culture today, there is a lot of pressure to conform mm-hmm. to what the norm is. So we have to have a mindset that we're more concerned about pleasing God than we are pleasing people. That's good. 
And if God's word is true, then his word is true. That's right. And in our homes, we teach the truth about identity. Uh, We're a safe place for our children to have those conversations because they go out into that culture every single day. So we don't want to teach them that it's a a taboo subject and that they should respond with hate or judgment. What we want to teach them is that God had hard conversations when he was fully man on this earth with people. He had the hard conversations. He offered grace and forgiveness. And then he kept teaching the gospel. So our focus is always what pleases the Lord. And I think sometimes we get wrapped up in culture with wanting to feel like we're making a good choice. And the truth is, is that choosing God does not always feel good because we're confronting our flesh and we're confronting uh, the norms of the world. We're living like Jesus in a culture that is controlled by sin. Yeah. So there has to be that determination to say, as a parent or a friend, this is God's word. This is my belief. And if you are also a follower of Jesus, then this is what God's word says about this yeah. subject. I think, I think one of the biggest issues that we, we want to discuss, and I think as we look forward and as we look into God's word, you know, one of the things that's a big issue is, is that we talked about identity earlier and identity yeah. is a core issue. We believe when you look at scripture that we're made in the image of God. So to, to understand who I am, I have to first start with, with who God is. Mm, and once we put God in the center of, of, of our lives and that he is the ultimate shot caller in my life, he is the Lord. Uh, he's my savior. Um, he's my, he's my leader. Um, what he says, um, I pay attention to what he did. I make note of, um, the life that he's asked me to live. And so I think as a Christian, one of the key, um, things that make us different is that we're not trying to find ourselves. We're looking for him first. And so once I understand who God is, then, then out of that, I can begin to understand who I am, but who I am is defined by who he is. And so if we start with ourselves first and go, man, I need to know my identity. And that's this real huge pursuit we, we see. And it's not just in sexuality. It could be in anything. It could be in the, the pursuit of, of our health or fitness. Mm-hmm. It could be the pursuit of our career. It could be the pursuit of relationships. We start with ourselves and we put ourselves in the middle of the universe. And uh, the problem with that is, is when I'm the center of all that I'm going to focus on, I'm never going to be fulfilled like I need to, because only God can meet the needs that I, right. I have spiritually, emotionally, and otherwise. And so for, for, as a Christian, we put God in the middle. And so God is, God's the one he's our mm-hmm. Lord. He he's our, our, our leader and our boss good. in other words. And so he calls the, the shots in That's our good. life. And so when God's the subject and I understand who he is and I explore who he is, then God will help me understand who I am. Yes. But if I start with me and I go, what am I? I don't care how many, how, how, how differently you change the pieces of the puzzle or, or what identity, you know, moniker you put on it, you're never going to be fulfilled trying to focus on you. Your hope and your future is going to be focused on Christ first. And then out of what he said, you have to understand what you are because see, we've been